0: 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3.
1: Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. When former CMO of OCBC Bank's Consumer Financial Services, Yvonne Lowe, stepped down from her position in 2020, she did not expect to find herself to become an entrepreneur. Now, she recently launched her own company. Well, I wouldn't say recently, but she launched her own company after that, known as Band of Sisters. Now, this specializes in resistance bands that are stylish yet functional. Yvonne, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thank you, Adrian, for having me.
1: I did mention you come from a corporate background, former CMO at OCBC. How different was your life back then compared to now?
0: I would say it's pretty different. I guess in corporate, a lot of time is dedicated to meetings, presentation decks with internal stakeholders, your boss, your boss's boss, peers, cross-functional working teams, and your own team and these back to back meetings can be super long and some productive some probably not that productive i would say but as an entrepreneur i would call myself a mom entrepreneur cuz mm. i'm kind of balancing both family life and at the same time doing something i enjoy i am my own boss and i'm responsible to manage my own time right and my own targets right no one's breathing down my neck in terms of what targets i need to meet So I balance it between quality time with my family, like preparing meals for them, you know, being present when I'm talking to them, and squeezing my own exercise and work to be done on Band Sisters. So as much as possible, I try to squeeze in time between the mornings and early afternoon and send off my kids to school, right, Um, and my mother to elderly care. So I would say the difference um, in terms of you know working in a big corporation is that you have people to work with you. So I used to have like about 35 people on my team. So I could strategize, delegate, and get my team to execute. Now it's different, you know. I'm no longer a CMO. I am an OMO, as they call it, a one-man operation on Band of Sisters. So from managing the social content to business development, partnerships, and all that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty full-on. But I would say that it's kind of the busy, where it's not frustrating busy, but more purposeful and happy busy. So I get that's probably the difference.
1: Yeah, you did mention there you're a mum, you have two daughters. And uh, from our initial meeting when we met a few weeks ago, you had a little anecdote to share. The eldest one called you a monster mum because you didn't spend much <laughs> time with them. At that time, of course, you know you came home after work, you gave them a little bit of time before they went to bed. And what was your reaction when she said that?
0: was well, really an interesting phase in my life I think. Um, I was working pretty long hours and even on weekends and uh, the thing is my whole family would need to kind of plan their schedule around me unfortunately. So one day I was actually at the back of the, the car with my uh, elder daughter. I think she was like 5 years old then. I was furiously typing a response to an email on my phone to my boss then uh, who had the tendency to send lots of emails and expecting pretty instant replies on the weekends. So then when my daughter looked at me and she asked me in her innocent voice mommy do you love meimei and i and then i looked at her and i kind of went back to my email and said of course silly you know what kind of question is that of course mommy loves you and then she said you know the next thing she said really kind of hit me right why is it that when you come back from work you're such a monster mommy right um because you're always uh, so angry and yelling at us to go to bed I think at that point in time, I froze and I was like, oh my goodness, it kind of dawned on me that I have really taken my family for granted and how they had to tolerate and accommodate my demands because I was so consumed with my work. And I think that was one of the most defining moments for me as a mother and as a wife that I compromised quite a bit of my family because of work. So yeah.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't call you a monster mom. I think you're more of a, a warrior mom. And that takes me to my next point. I mean, you had two operations while you were at McDonald's. You worked there before OCBC. Now, what was going through your mind during this time? Because these were, you know, quite serious operations.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I was with McDonald's for about five and a half years. Um, the two operations I had was one for the heart and one for the head. The heart operation was for my SVT, um and basically it's a condition where my heart rate kind of shoots up to about 160 to 180 beats for no rhyme or reason i could be sitting down having a chat with someone i could be like going to bed right and not physically active and it just goes up Uh, it can stay there at that rate for about 10 minutes or go on for an hour the other op I had uh, was for my head, which is uh, for osteoma. It's also a condition um, where an extra bone kind of grows on the top of my skull. So it was growing and kind of pressing on my nerves a little bit, but it wasn't life-threatening. So it was kind of like the size of a tennis ball. Well, half of it kind of sticking out, but I used my the way to part my head to kind of cover it. On both occasions, I would say I kind of ignored it. But for my SVT, I was going, going to a and E a a couple of times Um, in Singapore because I couldn't get the medication to kind of slow it down so I went to A&E to kind of get it fixed. Um, But I think when I went to the US and it was a long flight and I was there for about two weeks for this course called Hamburger University. On the third day I had this attack And uh, the medication didn't help, and I went into a and E. I I think during that time, um, I think it was 1 a.m. in Singapore time, I didn't dare to call home because I was afraid I would worry my family. And uh, after coming back, that's when my husband was like, okay, you survived the flight. (laughs) I think it's better that you get it operated. Uh, because I was still doing some regional travel. Um, So yeah, I got that done. Forstheoma was also pretty much the same. I was very consumed with work, didn't really think about it, didn't want to fix it. But I think the the doctor was saying, I think you should just fix it since you're still young and you should recover quite easily. So honestly, on both occasions, um, work got the better of me. But I think what what was going through my mind when I was in the operating table before I kind of like passed out, you know, was whether I was going to come out of the operation alive to mm. see my family, yeah. especially my daughters. Uh, they were three and five then, and the uh, hit operation took like five hours, which was kind of like two hours longer than they expected. So they were crying outside. Um, and finally, when I got wheeled out, I, I think that was a huge sign of relief.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, anyone in that situation would be incredibly worried. But that sense of new life since you got out of the operating theatre, but did you feel that it was just a matter of time before you uh, went out and quit your corporate job and to start something else?
0: Interesting thing is, you know, corporate job, I think I do enjoy it. And I enjoy the adrenaline rush. I enjoy working with teams. I enjoy different projects. I enjoy the role of marketing, you know, and consumer, you know, insights and all that. And I think there's always this excitement you get from a corporate job. And being in it for about 20 over years, coming to 26 years, it was hard to kind of let go. And I think in a way, the job kind of defined me as a person at that point in time but i think after going through those two operations and what was telling is that with any corporate job you're replaceable right um whilst you might have gone through something or if you pass out or you kind of die on the job because of a health condition obviously your colleagues or your bosses will be worried and and, and will have you know will be concerned about you but business still has to go on right and I think at that point in time my husband was saying you know the people that will suffer most is us your family so you got to put us first versus putting yourself or your company first so I think that itself kind of made me decide that hey you know I've done this for 20 over years maybe it's time to um, slow down the pace and do something else
1: Yeah, looking back on it, it was the right decision because you founded Band of Sisters, which I mentioned earlier, specializes in resistance bands that are stylish yet functional. But I want to ask you, what was your husband's initial response to this? Because before you were more of the corporate mom and he was, you know, doing his own thing. But how did he react when you wanted to start up your own sort of business and he had to be more out there and uh, take care of other things?
0: I think he was really happy, actually, mm. that I was finally leaving my corporate life behind. Um, and I said uh, when I was in corporate, I was really into it. I, uh, it really consumed me. And I think he was really supportive and really happy that I decided to embark on something new. Something I found you know, uh, passionate about that uh, that had a purpose. And, um, yeah, I I think to him was, you know, I was around more. Uh, He was happy to have me around. Mm. (laughs) We haven't killed each other yet, you know, spending so much time together. But I think it's the fact that I'm mindfully present for them was a big change. Because in the past, after work, even if I'm physically present, I wasn't really there. Mm. Conversations were very much about yes, no, you know, one answers. And you don't really have a quality conversations because you're just, your mind is just somewhere else. So I, I think, uh, yeah, he was really happy that I found something I'm passionate about and that will give me
1: a different purpose in life. Now Let's talk about the name Band of Sisters. What was the inspiration behind this?
0: Oh, it's really interesting. So the core product offering of my business is Resistant Bands. So when we first started thinking of names, we wanted something really straightforward, uh, like Resist, Resilience, Fit Band, Power Bands. And then we talked about how... You know, a brand needs to engage with women, which is our primary target, right? So we wanted a name that resonated with the women. And uh, both of us were previously from advertising. So um, And we wanted a brand name that was both memory and catchy, right? Uh, Yet held a bigger sense of purpose beyond just the physical product. Um, The bigger purpose of getting more women... To work out, to support and encourage other and get stronger together, physically and emotionally. So the social manifestation of the brand was important. It was about celebrating and supporting the resilience, you know, the quiet courage and experience of women in our community, both personal and professional journeys. I think it's also part of my whole experience, uh, you know, uh, from professional front and at the personal front. The name Band of Sisters had to go beyond just the tangible product offering and that's how band of sisters came about band being the product uh band also had double meaning of being a, about a bond band also is about a community and coming together and sisters basically is about you know the sisterhood uh the other thing is i guess subconsciously the sisterhood thing hit home with us as uh, we have two daughters right mm. so it was kind of a tribute to them i guess uh hopefully one day they'll want to take over this small business of mine yeah that's how band of sisters came about
1: yeah I did say earlier they uh called you a monster, mom, but now you're (laughs) an inspiration to not only them, but to everyone listening to your story. We're in conversation with Yvonne Loche, the former CMO of OCBC Bank's Consumer Financial Services, and now the founder of Band of Sisters. And they specialize in resistance bands that are stylish yet Functional. We talked about the inspiration behind the name you know, just a little bit ago. Before you founded the company, you had to go through a sort of 70-hour personal trainer course. And, you know, at any point of time, did you feel like giving up?
0: <laughs> uh, well, yes, it is 70 hours of face-to-face class. Um, there's this textbook that was, that was like 800 pages, right? Wow. Um, it was huge and there was still a lot more of uh, assessments and all that uh, included in it going through the course was really interesting and very insightful and after the whole course i had to basically take an exam to get the certification which was a three hour long exam with 150 mcq questions so i felt like i was going back in time you know doing my a levels again but with an older and slower brain right so <laughs> it, it was quite challenging uh, well the thing is when i did my personal trainer course i never thought of using using it to start Ban of Sisters. Because I took the personal trainer course because I wanted to learn something that could benefit me directly as I could incorporate the learning from the course into my own fitness program. So after I left corporate, I had time and um, really wanted to make sure that I made use of my time. Apart from family, was how do I get back into fitness? I've always enjoyed, you know, uh, working out, right? I used to be in the school team when I was younger in secondary school or um, netball and also running. So... I want to get back fitness, and uh, I was actually going to hire a personal trainer. Uh, when I told my husband, I said, I'm going to get a personal trainer, kind of like restart my whole fitness program. So he said, well, you have time, and you have still have Skills Future Credit. Why don't you use it for this uh, personal trainer course? So, yeah, I jumped on that. So the whole process uh, of going through the course was very enlightening and very insightful. I learned the importance of having a holistic exercise program, uh, incorporating cardio exercises, strength training, flexibility and mobility exercises. Well, cardio is very important and everyone talks about cardio, right? You, you need to kind of get in your steps and all that. But cardio is just for the health of the heart, right? And strength training is different. Strength training is for the health of the bone and the muscles because as we grow older, our bone density reduces and our muscles also reduces so there's this thing about when you as you grow older, you kind of shrink because if you don't build it you will shrink Uh, And the other part of it is flexibility and functional exercises. So flexibility, basically, those exercises for healthy joints, you know, and functional exercises are our day-to-day functional exercises, like, you know, um, that are like walking, climbing, sitting, squatting, pushing, pulling. So these are functional exercises that uh, we need to also work on so that we can carry on our daily lives with ease. So yeah, I think taking this course, it wasn't for the purpose of Band of Sisters because that wasn't even, you know, in my radar at that point in time. But it was about learning something new And something I could benefit from it
1: Yeah, you mentioned some of the benefits of band workouts there But going back to this uh, Because it seems to be a sort of recurring pattern You like pushing yourself Almost to the brink at times
0: (laughs) I (laughs) think I'm I'm a sucker for pain
1: (laughs) And during (laughs) this uh, sort of course Uh, You suffered an injury. Did that kind of, you know, put things into perspective to realize that, you know, having gone through the operations in the past and now that you suffered your injury, did you just at that time realize, okay, I need to chill?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a personality thing. You mm. know, I was super excited, you know, into putting the practice what I learned from the first two classes. Yeah, right. So I started working out like five times a week and I was loading up on more free weights each session and increasing my reps. And I was like, oh, I, I was so pumped up, right? Um, but I was going at it too fast and not having time to recover. So that, you know, after like two and a half to three weeks of intensive exercise five times a week, I injured my AC joint. It took me close to about eight weeks to slowly recover, not fully recover. And I think that, I guess there's this saying, right? There is such thing as too much of a good thing can be bad for you.
1: Of course. (laughs)
0: So from then on, I learned to pace myself. And uh, I think it's with everything. I think now I've learned to pace myself uh, a lot more uh, than in the past. In the past was just chong, you know, just chong, and, and, and give all you've got until your, your tank is empty or even, you know, now it's, it's about pacing. And because it's more for the long term, because yeah. if you don't pace yourself, it's like a marathon, of right? I, I think I was sprinting like crazy and hoping to actually, you know, keep going at that pace.
1: Yeah, sometimes we uh, get ahead of ourselves and we don't uh, really realize uh, what we're actually doing uh, to our bodies as well. Now you're doing something purposeful, you know, it means more time with the family, Uh, despite calls from headhunters, uh, you know, to get back into the corporate field. How are you enjoying Mm -hmm. life now compared to, let's say, a few years ago?
0: Well, I'm really enjoying enjoying it. Um, even some of my friends, when I post on Facebook, I go for my coffee and I do my workouts and everything. Um, they were saying, oh, you are kind of having a Thai Thai life, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah, I guess I missed it quite a bit when I was in corporate. But I, I would say that, um, yeah, I mean, headhunters uh, do call. Right. Uh, there are opportunities out there for me to go back into corporate, but I kind of made up my mind that, yeah, I mean, the corporate life is, is great in terms, as I shared earlier on, you know, to have a team, to work with like-minded individuals, right, uh, to run projects and, you know, um, there's this different kind of rush in corporate, but I guess I've been there, I've done that. Mm. Um, I'm not looking to move on to like a CEO level or whatever. Yeah. So I think I'm good, you know, uh, to move on to something that I think can build my connection with my family much more and for myself so yeah i'm totally enjoying it um but yeah i guess with entrepreneurship there's also other aspects of it that's scary at times because you end up having to do a lot of new things learning a lot of things from scratch because in the past i had a team of people <laughs> that could kind of get things done now i've got so many ideas i can't even get like a quarter of it done right because it's i'm, I'm doing everything on my own but obviously i've got some help from my husband you know some friends who've extended their help um But yeah, I think it's the whole experience so far has been very fulfilling and purposeful. as I do get to do what I love and also spend quality time with my family. I think the goal of it isn't about the money. The goal is living the life the way I want it. Yeah. In my own
1: terms. On your own terms. You're writing um, your own uh, script, and it's the support that matters from your family and your friends. You touched on your husband's support there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about him as well. He owns a real estate business called uh, Sherlock Holmes. You know, nice little pun there. <laughs> How has his uh, support helped you pursue your business and just feel, you know, comfortable?
0: Um, actually, his, his key business is, uh, yeah, Sherlock Holmes is his uh, second business. He started about uh, two years ago in real estate. Uh, his his uh, key business has always been hit hunting and creative and advertising. And the name of the company is called The Talent Detective. Yeah, so you can see that all the brand names we have are a little bit quirky and unusual. But I, I, I guess because of our advertising background, we're kind of like you know stuck into having something a bit more memorable. I think with my husband, uh, he's my biggest fan supporter, and definitely my pillar of strength. Without his encouragement, seriously, I would not have the courage to explore life uh, as an entrepreneur, let alone one that's focused in fitness and wellness. He's been really instrumental to helping me set up Band of Sisters from scratch and um, helping me today even, you know, in certain aspects of the business. And yeah, I mean, it's been a fun journey, you know, working together, right? Um, partners in crime and partners in life. <laughs>
1: yeah, and you so, guys yeah. are achieving the dream together you know making each other happy but also spending more time with your kids as well that's the most uh, important part from doing this purposeful job before i let you go i have to ask you a little Hmm. bit of advice to individuals out there who are stuck at corporate jobs not saying corporate jobs is necessarily a bad thing but they want to follow their uh, passion and do something purposeful like you what advice can you give them
0: Well, my advice would be, it really depends on the stage in your life uh, where you can pursue something uh, that's really passionate, that you're really passionate about, right? So if you're at the stage in your life that you can do it, right? Um, No family commitments, you know, or you have, but your other half is able to support you on that. Um, then just go for it, right? Um, however, you must go in with your eyes wide open. Know that apart from the joys of being an entrepreneur, uh, where you're your own boss, you answer to no one but yourself, you must be prepared to take the uncertainty of no stable income, rejection from potential business deals, right? You have to do everything yourself to fully understand how business is going to run before you can hire anyone to help you is the stuff that you don't like to do so for me having worked on both systems there are always pros and cons of each it's never about one is better than the other i did what i felt was right at a particular time my career and life stage 25 years of corporate life was enough for me you know and i want to do something uh, for myself for the next 10 years before i retire and travel freely with my husband so for those um, people who are in the corporate jobs but passionate about something and uh, that they want to do You should go for it, right? Um, Life's too short, but go in with your eyes wide open because there are other things that you need to consider other than you're your own boss and you've got the freedom to do what you want. So uh, entrepreneurship is about a sense of freedom, that flexibility, right? But at the same time, you need to be extremely disciplined, very resilient, have a very go-getter approach in making things happen because you're accountable to what you do and what you don't. And basically, as they say, you know, you reap the direct benefits of your effort. So, yeah, that's my advice uh, to those people out there in corporate jobs um, and are uh, thinking of pursuing something they are passionate and find purposeful in.
1: And that is the advice that you've been looking for or everyone listening to us. That's the advice that they want to hear. CMO to OMO. Apparent monster mom (laughs) to warrior mom. And she is an inspiring individual out there doing something purposeful, yet also spending time with her family, which is what matters most at the end of the day. We've been a conversation with Yvonne Lowe, former CMO of OCBC Bank's Consumer Financial Services. She's now the founder of Band of Sisters, specializing in resistance bands that are stylish yet functional. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. And I wish you all the best and uh, look forward to hearing great things about your company.
0: Thanks so much for having me. And I'm really, really uh, grateful for this opportunity to speak about what I do. And I hope my story inspires some of you and um, Pursue what you love and be passionate about the things that uh, make it purposeful in your life. Thank you very much.
1: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.